This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Clap, 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 clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands Podcast. Hosted by Elliot Shreparks and Jack Fritz. Welcome on in. It's another edition of Clap Your Hands. I gotta be honest. You needed that one. I was clapping through the pain, Elliot. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say. I think you you needed that one. Yeah, you and needed only... you needed some some uh, some high hopes. One might oh, say. Oh yes. You but... know what the thing about high hopes is? You can't hold on too tight. That's a really good Zach Bryan quote. You like that? that? You are Thank you're you. currently working your way through the Zach Bryan catalog, which yes. I am very happy of. There's a lot of yes. things that I'm happy about, and I will say. Uh, Doing that stupid clap at the beginning of this podcast brought a smile to my face. Yeah, so, but it's like, you know, people say, like, you just go out and run, you always feel better. Like, yeah. you just, just convince yourself you're happy. Yeah, well, that's what, what type of clap would you give the, the Phillies game last night? Uh, there's no clap. There's, <laughs> there's just pain and misery and, yes. and not wanting to exist. But besides that, everything's fine. Look, um, I, can I give a, a take? Yeah, sure. Get it out of the way. You want my take on blisters? Or? Well, you're, you're, no, again, no, you're not, I, would, I would just like one time for you to respect my opinion I did. on baseball. I think, well, I don't respect your opinion on baseball. I know. But, yeah. But I will say, so we obviously have a group chat. And during Phillies games, you're not too receptive if it's not going well. So, yeah. So I think I respected that last night, though. I, you I, did. You I did. Much right? better than last year. I texted one thing, and I could tell you weren't in the mood, so I, I backed <laughs> off. But here, let me just give you one quick Phillies thing before we get into the Sixers. Yeah. Because I do have a lot of Sixers thought. I watched the game, got back from L.A., DVR'd the game, watched the preseason game, was happy to watch it. Um, I'm glad that you're happy to watch it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I'm glad you put that out there to so let everyone know that you're happy to I'll tie the Sixers into this. I I am, without question, the biggest Sixers optimist in the city. Yeah. I don't even think that's, I don't even think like, that's up for tail. debate. Right. But I also understand that people that are like, hey, like they're probably going to lose in the second round because we've seen repeatedly from them. Everybody in Philly's land needs to just relax. Like, they, they lost last night. They outplayed the Braves for two games in Atlanta. They were the better team for those two games that they played. They're going to come home. Who even, I mean, who's the guy that's pitching game three? Some nobody. Probably Bryce Elder. Okay. Don't even know who he is, right? Um, well, so that's, gonna, not, that's so, not breaking news, by the way. Yeah, right. So he, and then, honestly, if we're being serious, I'm almost happy they lost because now we get Spencer Strider game four. Well, they were going to get that regardless. Well, no, well, not if they won, unless you think they would have bumped Strider Oh, up. yeah, yeah. So you're, what I'm yeah, saying they, is they like, they swept, yeah. all I've heard from you, and I respect your opinion on Thank this you. one, is like, getting Strider in that environment is going to be awesome. I'm excited to be there. I It sucks they lost for sure. But if you're not going to believe in the Sixers because of past failures, then believe in the Phillies because of last year. They lost game two last year in what? Both series, right? Every series. Every series. They won every series besides, besides the, besides the World Series. Yeah. But I just, look, it sucked they lost. They outplayed them. It took so many things for Atlanta to, to win that game. I think the Phillies deserve your trust. Like if, if we're going to be a city that doesn't believe in the Sixers, then use that same logic and believe in the Phillies. I know emotionally it sucks, trust me. But ultimately, like... The Phillies have shown that they know how to win big games. You asked me on the post-game Eagles show, who do I who do I trust more in big games? The Eagles or the Phillies? And I said the Phillies. Like, 
Now the Sixers weren't in there, and they wouldn't have been my choice. <laughs> but I think the Phillies deserve the benefit of the doubt that everybody refuses to give the Sixers. So, uh, real quick response to that. Um, I would have rather them just gotten blown out last night. Like, I think that's easier to flush than, than I can see that. having a 4 nothing lead. But and... the fact they didn't, to me, is noteworthy. Like, the Braves had to win that game, and they were a complete mm-hmm. no-show for seven yeah. innings. So, like— I, I... I like your emotional speech there to begin the show. To, Thank you. To get the city you feeling good? Up. The clap? No, no. The, yeah. But you know what that is, though? And, and I, I know you a little too well, I believe. Yeah. That's you trying to get in the damn video yearbook again. Well. Like, you're trying to you're <laughs> trying to rally the city around you in this Mr. Baseball thing. Well, tune in at 3 o'clock on WIP. I'll be doing that same little <laughs> yes. spiel again. No, but, but th- th- I don't know if they're going to have a Sixers reference in the— uh... I will say that. I, I agree. But, I, but I, yeah, I'm at the point where, listen, I, I don't— I can't do. I can't be annoyed at when people say a win's a win, and then yeah. and then not be annoyed when people when people say, well, they went down there, and they split. That's all everyone wanted, and that is what they wanted. That is what they wanted. So, um, but it's always better when they lose game one and win game two. Sure, but they also, just emotionally, I'm saying the split. Like if you're gonna pick how you want to split, I think you probably pick to lose game one. Yeah, did that that game yesterday? It, it like I, I'm trying to think of like the the crushing loss. Obviously, the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. Uh, game five of the World Series, but it had game it, six of the Sixers. That's Celtics. what I was going to get to. It felt a lot like Game six, like yeah. Game six of the Sixers series, where they have that lead late, where if they just do their freaking job, they come out there, they win that series, and no one's talking about this doom and gloom version of Agreed. the Sixers. Like everything, I agree. everything changes had they won Game. So six. here's the difference. I think Game six when they lost felt like the end. Like I was, I was in the arena. I was positive they were going to win. I had thought they had almost no shot in Game Seven. I'm sure at the time I convinced myself, but looking back, they were obviously yeah, never going. Yeah, looking back, they were obviously never going to win Game Seven. <laughs> so, so I think the difference is this: this is not it's over. Like, do you feel that way? No. You no, know, no, like I this is I'd... like when they when the Sixers. There's certain Sixers losses when they lost. You're like, okay, they're definitely the Miami when they lost got absolutely like obliterated in Game Five. You're like. All right, they're probably not going to win this series. Game six, the loss, obviously, last year to Boston, you could feel that was over. I, I think that Sixers loss was worse than that Phillies than the Phillies loss, mm-hmm. without yeah. question. The Phillies are still going to win the series. Yes, I think it's gonna thank take, you. I think it's going to take five. I think they win. It took th- you 40 minutes per Twitter, right? It took me 40 minutes, yes. <laughs> Bryce <laughs> Elder's not coming in here winning. Thank you. I actually think they lose the Strider start. Now that, not because everyone's so confident that we're going to get in Strider's head. I think oh, he, I, I don't think so. I think he goes shut Strider City. was losing it in the bullpen. There's no well, way he's he, also, or not the bullpen, the, the he was yelling at the Yeah. Umpire. It was a very clear FU, by the way. Should it's be not, suspended. It's not, it's not. There were kids watching that game. There were. Yeah. I mean, they had, they, they've, they've forced, um, they have forced players to not be able to chew tobacco in the dugout because of kids watching. Yeah. Spencer Schreiter should you. be suspended for game four. I, I don't disagree. But that but means I do that he'd, want be, him to he'd pitch. be back in game five, which I don't really yeah, like as well. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. I guess you'd rather have him pitch game four than yeah, game five. Yeah, exactly. But you know what's funny is I feel like with baseball and basketball, so specifically, like football, it's hard because, um, and it's only one game. Yeah. So when you're in a series, you can just feel it. Yeah. Like, I could feel it last night when the, when Turner blew that ball. Me too. When it was like this, like you, and, and like Wheeler was able to get out of it. He struck out Riley and that kind of. But it, it but it allowed the Braves to breathe, which the the Phillies had a stranglehold yes. on them. Like that, that, I mean, honestly, no offense to your guy. I know you turned him around, but yes, like correct. Turner did lose that game for him. Well, he, he created, he started the Avalanche. Like I think if that, if there's, it's honestly, it's much like Jalen lost the Super Bowl for the Eagles. Like if you take, if you take one play away, if I think if you could take one play away from that game, obviously the two run home run would probably be high up on the list. It would but, be, yes. yeah, but 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 the Turner fumbling of the ball, like Jalen, I don't know. He let him right back in the it's game. It's Melton missing threes. It's a Turner error and the Jalen fumble. Yeah. Well, that but that's what I mean. Like basketball. Basketball, you can feel it too. Like yeah. you can feel it 
in the building immediately when when, well, when th- momentum shifts in the basketball. And I think game. the tough thing is like when the Sixers lost Game Six. I mean, they were capable of going to Boston and winning Game Seven. Like they just won Game Five. Physically, yes. Mentally, yes, but no. I, but that's what I'm saying. I think that the emotional blow of Game Six. It, like was just too much. In the NFL, it would just be over. Like It's a one-game playoff, but also you play a different opponent each week. Having to go back against the same team so yeah. quickly is tough. But that's why like if, if your concern with the Sixers is emotionally, like Harden, Joel, like, and I get it for sure, I think the Phillies are the exact opposite. Hmm? I, I, well, although Nola does give off some Harden vibes. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. Some, I mean, that's true. It, like I, I trust him. He's on... more of a Philly guy. In the way that he's he was drafted here, but yeah. I agree with you of like the vibe of of losing. Yeah. There. Now, he, yeah. So they, it's a big it's a big pressure. Like Nola kind of starts. So well, what's int- last Philly Sixers thing before we move on? So I think the Sixers are interesting because they're an awesome regular season team, and then in the playoffs it doesn't go as well. I think the Phillies are the best example of my lifetime of like a team going from what they are in the regular season to a postseason team. Like, are they the greatest Philly postseason team of all time? Well, that's only the second time they've been in there. Like, well, I mean, like, you don't have to tell me. I would, like some more, <laughs> I would like some more track record to, to Let do, me get ask to you that this. point. After last night. They're definitely more, they're way more of a postseason team than a regular that's team. That's what I'm team. saying. Like, what other team can you think of in our Philly sports lifetime where come postseason time, you had complete faith in them, even though the almost 90% of the time you watch them play, they're, like, pretty mid? Yeah. I mean, yeah. They're, they're yeah. I, I can't really off the top of my head. You right. know, like, those Eagles teams just kind of won all the time in the early 2000s. Like the Flyers, it was either they're the eight seed making a run or they're like, <laughs> I know. And, I, and, and also, and yeah, who cares? I know, I know. And then it's going right over your <laughs> Not head. Not to bring up the, you know, clap your hands 1.0, but I forget what we were talking about. And Kyle brought up Eric Lindros. And I was like, bro, <laughs> like yeah. of all the players I thought you'd bring up in this discussion, Eric Lindros was not in the top and, uh, 15. And on our first podcast, I brought up Pete Rose and Mike Schmidt relationship. So, so. I guess we're basically a Flyers. Yeah, everything, <laughs> yeah. everything is going well. Um, I, think, I, I think Lindros is the, is the hardest Philly accent. Thing that I still Lindros. Have. I say yeah. Lindros. Yeah. 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 That, you're like saying that seriously, not like on purpose. No, I say Lindros. It's yeah. Lindros. I know. Okay. Yeah. I know. You're, you're a big grammar guy. I got uh, it. Yeah, I always have been. Yeah, you're a um, I'm just going to prepare you for this now. Great. Awesome. If the Phillies lose in the second round, mm-hmm. you're going to be get relentlessly ready. annoying. Just get ready. For everybody that's like, oh, it's so easy to get out of the second round. Like, who cares? Blah, blah, blah. Just get ready. Well, just letting you know. I'm going to give everyone baseball. their time, but. I'm ready. Just give me three, give me at least two days. Yeah, before, before I'll give you two onslaught. days. I'll give you two days, but then I'm going to tweet out. I guess getting out of the second round isn't so easy. Oh. Hashtag Phillies. Hashtag Sixers. Nice. All Thank right. You. So um, you can't even take the joke now. No. I can't even imagine when they. No. Yeah. Not ready for it. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, that's about the uh, last night and everything going on in the city right now. Now to the Sixers. Um, preseason game number two tomorrow night. Yes. Uh, so no one's gonna be watching the Phillies. They'll be it's gonna be a tough one. <laughs> they'll, they'll be tuned into that. Yeah. So I just I, I want to get this out there. Um, and I, I'm curious to see. I, I think you're gonna disagree with me, and that's fine. Thank you. M- my my smell test, like this whole Harden thing, is not passing my smell test at all. I think I think this is acting on everyone's part to try to get him out of here. I would be. I would be surprised if he if he still suits up for game one of the, of the season. And what makes me feel that way is, like, I just don't know how it goes from he's going to show up and be a problem. He's going there with the intent to, to create and, and wreak havoc. Uh, he's going to be out of shape, whatever, right. to all of a sudden – they're good soldier. They're putting out all that stuff on social media. Like he's in everything. Well, what do you think? Like the social media team is in the front office meetings being like, so here's the plan. Yes. 
Okay. I, I think I think the, I know that the teams are coordinated. Like I know the Eagles do this in that way. But like I don't know. I think you're you're looking. I think you're looking for what you want to see. But I think what they're I think by the idea of putting him out there in a part of the team and all of this, they're trying to create this illusion to you and the other, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm very gullible. Wide-eyed Sixers yeah. fans that are like, oh, this is going to work. I really feel that way. I, I understand. But but all of a sudden it goes from this is going to be a problem, this is going to be a big deal, to he shows up, he's the leader of the team, he's in every social media post, and and now there's Clippers rumors again. Like right. I, I, think, I think this was very coordinated of – Come to camp, be on your best behavior, and we'll get you out of here. I don't think this was come to camp, play well, and let's go win a championship. So here's my thoughts on the latest, like, Clippers rumor. So this came out before their preseason game, to your point about, like, it's all an act. So the report was that the Clippers are offering one first-round pick and a, and a pick, one unprotected first-round pick and a pick swap, and that's the offer. But the Sixers really want Terrence Mann. Look, this is all performative. To your point, I agree with you. Like, nothing new is happening here. I don't think any, I think the Sixers are keeping James Harden. I think he's going to play hard. And I think all these leaks are just like the agent trying to make it seem like he's still trying to make something happen. I, nothing's new. Every time there's a report, it's the same words in a different order. Some combination of Terrence Mann, first round pick, like it's not enough. Blah, blah. It's the same report every single time. Nothing new is happening. The only important thing that has happened is James Harden has shown up to the Sixers and he is playing hard by all reports. He looks happy. He traveled to Boston. He worked out before the game. Like all the things that people said weren't going to happen are happening. So whenever I see these reports of the trade rumors, like it just seems like it's it's being done to like placate James to make it feel like there's a chance he can get out of there. Like, does James want to play with the Sixers? No, probably not. But guess what? Nobody seems to care. The Sixers don't care. The Clippers don't care. James is there. His agent is probably trying to pretend like something's happening. Could he get traded? Yes. I think there's still a chance he could get traded. But I think there's a chance any player on the Sixers could get traded. Like, I do not believe there is a there is a concerted effort being made by the Clippers or the Sixers to move James Harden. I think he feels that, which is why he's there, which is why he's in shape. And I think all these leaks are just like a boring rerun of a bad show. Like, nobody cares anymore. It's the same report. It, 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 I, I'm just, I'm overhearing the updates from... I can never say his name. That's a confession I'll make to you. Adrian Wojnarowski. Adrian Wojnarowski. Wojnarowski. I, I believe. Just I call, literally, why do you call him Woj? I can't say it. It's like Woj. 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 Just say Woj. Okay. Whenever I'm on also, the— Also, stop calling him James. We have James. I know. James I know. Right I know. Here. I know. We have Seltzer. Like, it's I know. too many James. I don't, I don't even know the ta- guy. I don't I know. know who you're talking about. Okay. Well, James Harden. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't disagree, but— So whenever I'm on WIP and there's like a— a Woj report. There you go. I try to stay away from saying his name because I just I think I feel I sound awkward when I say. And it. you know what my problem is? Is that you know the, the beer sponsor that's of of high hopes. Yes. I can't say Miller well. Like I, I struggle. You said it well there. Well, I did because I really thought about yeah, it. Yeah. Well, like yeah. when I just say it fast, I did it, Miller. Like, like whenever I want to say it, together. I always go. I want to go like Woj. <laughs> <laughs> not even close. It's how, I know. That sounds like the Nike swoosh. I know. It's not good. Trust me, especially for a Sixers pod. Yeah, I would say so. He, he breaks a little Woj, bit of news. Woj yeah. and Shams. I always root for Shams. It's way easier Your to say. Your team Shams? Well, it's just easier to say. It's not that hard to say Woj, man. And for me, it is. <laughs> like, Woj. I can't. It's whatever. Here's my point I'm making. Woj. Woj. Yeah, don't Woj. do that either. That's also bad. <laughs> not good. Yeah. What would you give my pronunciation for a clap? Not good? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. About it. You get yeah. a single the one. Clap. Um, yes. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But anyway, I'm over the reports. I don't think anything's happening. Is there a shot he gets traded before game one? Maybe. But I think, like, it's it's looking like, I think everyone needs to wrap their head around the fact that James is just here and is going to play hard, and it's going to be okay. But why do you think he's going to play hard? Because it's what he's doing. He's, he's literally he's here. Right now. Okay, and B didn't play game one. Do you think he wants out? No. Okay. There's been no indication that he wants out. There's reports well, that Harden wants out. I get it's different, but the point I'm making well, of is it's he didn't play like Embiid didn't play game one. Melton didn't What's play game one. What's freaking preseason? Okay, but I don't think James Harden traveled. <laughs> Harden traveled to Boston, worked out before the game. Like this sounds dumb, but he was like sweating. He was obviously working. <laughs> you gotta He's, be kidding me. Well, this is what it's happening. Sweating. This is what I need to point out because are people, you sweating? No, I'm feeling very calm right now, but. Everyone is so hard. Everyone is like so hardly is so badly looking for examples of him not trying. He is there and trying. Like I, people need to wrap their heads around it. It's going to be okay. Is he going to be traded? Maybe, but I don't think we're heading towards him like blowing this thing up. I so I I think he well first off I I hope for his sake that he's not trying to blow it up. And I, I don't think he is. I think right. I think he I think if he is here, I think he's going to show up and he's going to be James Harden. Cuz that's what he's and, done so far. Well, that's what he should do. Like if if yes. we're being if we're being fair and, and honest, like he needs to 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 grow up and go well, play basketball this year. So here's a thought and a take you're not going to like. And I'm debating if I want to say this on air. I think he's actually handling this handling this pretty maturely. Well, he is, just, is he is he is at the he is he went to Colorado. No one wanted to fly to Colorado to practice at that dumb college. He went and did that. Well, it's because Dion was there. <laughs> yeah. He went to Boston, right? He's been no problems. He's in the social media posts. He's like, like if, if whatever we think happened between him and Maury, it's obvious he feels Maury cost him a lot of money. And I know everyone can sit here and say like, well, blah, blah. if you feel somebody cost you millions of dollars. Even though he's still getting 40. Yes, but he should have been, he should have gotten more, whatever. I actually think he's handling this pretty maturely. Well, so, so, yeah, so like yeah, he's had his little outbursts, calling Maury a liar, or whatever. But it, but <laughs> well, if that and the, a club in Houston with yeah. the Daryl Maury's a yeah, liar on the sign and the never pull out sign, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, yeah, something. yeah. But if if the worst that's going to happen from James Harden feeling like he got cost millions and millions of dollars is he gets to call Maury a liar every once in a while, then guess what? Like okay, fine, whatever. You get to rip the GM, do it. I don't care. But he's here. He's practicing hard. He seems he seems to be in good spirits. I think he's actually handling this maturely and way better than anybody thought. Yeah, for, yeah. I, so I agree that he's handling maturely right now because he he's. I think he's hopefully realizing like if you were going to do that nonsense of fat suit and, and yeah. force, force your way out, like I think he's gotten to the point in his career where teams are like, we don't need it. And I think players are like that too. And, and like the way uh, that, people around the league feel that way. Like about the way him. that Tracy McGrady, I'll never forget this this off season was just like. I think they brought it up on the jump. And they were like, "Hey, he mm-hmm. wants to go back to Houston." And he was like, "Why?" Like like <laughs> like you would, you are you have a title contender with the Sixers. Yeah. Like this is your last chance to really win a title. You want to go and like spend the last 3 years of your career basically R- Reggie Miller out? said this too. He was like, "How can I take someone seriously that wants to leave the MVP of the league?" Yeah. And Paul Paul Pierce has said this, Kevin Garnett, I think this all matters. Like media can give their opinion, like front office people I think former players, all-time great players, saying out loud, very publicly to James Harden, like, you're wrong. I think 
have has probably had an impact. Now he still did the uh, the Daryl Morey's a liar thing. It's after fine. All I don't that. care. You know, like Daryl Morey also might be lying. He like, might be. Let's just keep that out there. Like there there is a possibility, and I will never know. But there is definitely a possibility that Morey did something that Jan- like that we would probably all be like, uh, it's a little shady. Well, like, I mean, I, I think I, all this talk about like, well, well, James Harden leaked, he might go to the Rockets, so that negates everything Maury did. I think is so wrong. Like, if you really wanted James Harden back, you wouldn't care about that report. Yeah, I mean, what Daryl Morey did was finally maybe realize the guy isn't a yeah. winning basketball player, which and is fine. Like, that's his job. But I do he believe did it, he did his job, and yeah. and it didn't. And and James Harden was not a fan of it. Yeah, like you can't no. you can't convince me that there wasn't a, a hand like a, a wink I, wink. Yes, that's the point I'm making. And if that was broken, then I completely understand James Harden being upset. Yeah, which and is I, why I think he's mature by showing up here. <laughs> He is. That's yeah. the one word you think of when you think of James Harden. When you think of James Harden, the first thing you yeah. think of is like, <laughs> yes. wow, I'm sure what, that would, what a mature winner. I'm sure the people in the city would very much agree Yeah, I, I agree. But so far, yeah. He's, he's, but it, for me, and I know you're very in, it's yeah. just there's something there's something that doesn't pass But So let me ask you this. The thing that's not passing your smell test, it is not you think James Harden's going to all of a sudden like stop playing. It's you think that he's everyone's still working to get him traded. Yes, I think I, I just think it's all an act, and I think putting him in the social media post is an act to say, look, he's a great teammate. Like we would like him here. If you if you really want to take him, like you know what I mean, <laughs> right? Like I, I I think it's like trying to to placate the Clippers. Like look how great of a teammate he is. Like he wants to be here. You're like we don't really want to get rid of him, and right. then they say, okay, Terrence Mann's in the deal. Okay, you fine, you win, you get James Harden. So I I'm okay with that. If that's the case, like if this ends in if if he's a good soldier until he's traded, like I'm fine with that. Like, well, it's I, smart. It's smart. I've never, of him. Look, I think they're better with James Harden. So in that way, I hope he's not traded. But there's a world where they trade him, and I'm sitting here, and it's like, oh, they got Zach Levine, or they got you know a bunch of first round picks that can turn. I'm okay with the idea of trading Harden. I'm just saying until he is traded, I am not in the camp well, let, of he's going to blow this. Let's up. put it this way: if you were the Clippers or you were the Bulls or whoever, and you saw the James Harden. Sh- like acting out, whatever. Like not. Yeah, you'd be less likely to get. Him. Way less likely to trade right. for him. So this is the only. There's only. It was this. This is the only chance for him to get traded is show up and be a good teammate and be in good shape and that. Like that's the only. And way I he's think the out fact that we think that that's what he's realized is a good sign. Like I think sure. he will play week one. I'm sorry, game one. <laughs> nice. I'm just such a football. Guy. You are just such a football yeah. guy. I think I, he will play game one. And and I think he might play Wednesday. Yeah, I think he might play Wednesday too. He should. I mean, yeah. it, I mean. That'd be a good sign for Well, you. I will say, so on one hand, it's like, I don't know if he wants his first game to be at home. Just throwing that <laughs> out there. On the other hand, the Phillies are playing, so literally nobody's going to be watching or at the game. Yeah. So maybe it is a good chance for him to go out there. Here's a, all right, here's a question for you. If okay. James Harden plays Wednesday, because there will, there will be people there. Like, let's say there's 5,000 people. Does he get booed? Because keep in mind, the people that are there are, like, like hardcore. Right, it's not like the casual, like, oh, James quits. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, not the, it's not the WIP caller? <laughs> yeah. Well, I love WIP callers. Yeah, but it's, I it's, do, too. It's not, the, it's not the casual fan. It's yeah. the hardcore fan. No, I know. Um, I, I think it's more like, I, I think it's apathy. Like, I don't think it's a I think That's kind of what I think, too. I think like, there's, oh, there's James. <laughs> I think maybe he gets, like, some booze when he's introduced, but I don't think when he touches the ball. He's no, 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 it's not that. It's not that serious not at this ben point. Simmons. It's not the Ben Simmons thing. We ben, might be back. We might be back. It looked pretty good last night. It was fun. I was, uh, I was watching Sports Center this morning and just seeing the the basketball preseason highlights got me all fired yeah, up again. It's exciting. I, I will say I might have been wrong about Victor Wembayama. I was yeah, not he a looks huge good. fan. Yeah, I thought he was. Too well, I thought tall. he was a bust after first 
summer league. Well, you're very quick to, to yeah. label people. It's a way bosses. to live life. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to sit around for months and wait for my opinion? I'll change it 80 times before there. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, but no, he has a few really nice plays. Yeah. Like he's, he was, yeah, I was, are I was you impressed. in on, are you in on Chet? No, I think he's horrible. I, yeah, I, I don't, why? Because uh, he's, he's, he's actually too skinny. He is very skinny. He's very, very small. But I think he outscored uh, women. Yeah, it's preseason. <laughs> it's preseason for everyone. I got a lot of preseason notes ready for no, you. No, I know. So let's get to it. So uh, before we get to your your, your pre- Oh, wait. I did, I did one Ben Simmons thing. Okay. I think he is back. Back in- like, I think he's going to be the player he was for the Sixers. Now, is he back enough to put, I think he's plus 900 for comeback player of the year? <laughs> yes. I think that's a great bet. I don't know who else would be up for it. I'm trying to think. Like, what? Uh... Yeah, I, I, I'd have to look at the odds. By the way, this is off topic. Good. DeMar Hamlin seemed like a locked win comeback player of the year. I don't think he's going to win it. I think it's going to be Tua. Well, I mean, he hasn't, he, he's Doesn't played, play. what, one game? Yeah. We'll see. That's a, it's a good good take right there. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> right, right time to bring it up. Yeah. Like, yeah was, I mean, it's probably the only time I think a Tua, DeMar Hamlin thing will ever. Right time to bring that up. So, um, so before we get to preseason game one, uh, what level of claps are you giving – Preseason game one up in Boston. Honestly, like, wow, that's a big clap. It's not like a clap one. It's yeah, just, no, it's not, a playoff clap is the. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was, that was good by you. So here's my thoughts from preseason game one. I have a lot of any really thought you want. Little pitcher, big pitcher, big pitcher on the big players. <laughs> but my my big pitcher thought from the game overall is they can they went there and they competed with the Celtics starters without Joel and Hart. I know it's preseason. I know like whatever. I'm just saying the Celtics played all their guys. All their guys played. And the Sixers were winning that game for the first three quarters. Without Joel, without James, Harden. Like, I I thought it was an impressive first showing. I thought a lot of players that, obviously, Pat Beverly is probably not going to start. You know, they had guys in the starting lineup that aren't going to start. But I thought a lot of their guys played, played really well. And I think if, like, I know they're not game planning for this, but... I thought the Nick Nurse team went up there for their first game, and they were competitive. They tried hard. They were annoying on defense. Like, I, I was very impressed by what I saw. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the one thing that's going to be the biggest difference with Nick Nurse at the beginning of the year, and hopefully in the playoffs, is I, I think he more than, than Doc is going to have these guys much more ready to play and play much yeah. harder. Yeah, and I thought you saw that in the first game. Like, Tatum played. Jalen Brown played. All all the Chris Stapps played. By the way, I agree with you on Chris Stapps. He, he's empty loser number guy. 100%. I was watching the game. I'm like, damn, he's playing terrible. And I look up, he has 16 points. Yeah. Like, Dude, so, that's all he does. Yeah. So I And he jacks threes for no reason. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the Celtics are. I, there was a moment in the broadcast where they put up, like, all the guys they lost. And it was, it was like, Marcus Smart, Robert Williams, um, Brogdon, uh, the other guy that's with the Mavericks now, whose name I can't think of. Um, and they lost a lot of, like, guys that I was afraid of when they played. Well, Marcus Smart, like, maybe his maybe his time had just run out there and they wanted to move on from him just right. because, you know, they, they needed to, to shake up the culture in some way. But, like, that guy was the worst, man. I agree. Man, he like, was such a Celtic. I, like, when, when they played the Celtics, I was – like, I can't believe Marcus Smart missed that shot. Was it game five? or No, yeah. it was game three or four or whatever. He missed it before overtime. Like, they have a lot of guys that I was afraid of shooting the ball. Robert Williams, he came in last year and it, like, changed the series. Um, Brogdon, I thought – like, I'm not afraid Brogdon, of Chris. Brogdon was weird. He never, like – he never got off the ground there. Like when yeah. they got him, I was like, "Oh, great! That like they're gonna win the t- title now because he's like a an annoying right. kind of Celtic player." He never really got off the ground. Um, I'm not afraid of any of their guys. Like, let's be honest. Like, did I th- now did Drew play? 
Drew played, but he didn't start, which I thought was weird. Oh, interesting. I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure he didn't start because he came off the bench. Maybe I missed him at the beginning. But. That's what they did with Brogdon last year, but I thought they did that. I more mean, I'm assuming Drew will start this he will, year. I would be shocked if he didn't start. Uh, Derek White shaved his head. Nice. Yeah, Derek Looks, White, another a loser Celtic. You all got to tell me. It's just like I, I just hate. Like I, I, I really, really hate the. Celtics. I think they're not. I think they're overrated. Like I get the Bucks thing because they have Dame and they have Giannis and they like. They have a bunch of guys. I think the Celtics, like the Sixers, people don't want to hear this again, but like they basically beat them. Like they they had it right there. Like they were right there. And I think the Celtics are worse than yeah, they were last year. The the, the reaction to the Porzingis thing I thought was shocking. Yeah, uh, Drew Drew I get, but Drew also is old, like, I don't know. Yeah, Drew Drew listen, I, I would have been very happy if he was the Sixers. Yeah, I think for they, sure. they need his kind of play. He's a good defensive player, hits big threes, whatever. And he takes Maxi off the ball. And takes Maxi off the ball. So one thing that it seemed like you had a big takeaway was Rose Tyrese Maxi. Dude, Maxi's gonna be so good. I, I just I really think and I think on a bad team he could definitely average thirty points. I think on a on a good team, we'll see what he actually ends up averaging. But what you want to see from him, and what I hadn't seen from him in the past years, is an ability to, like, in the half court, create his own offense, get to the basket. Like, where I think Maxie's really good at now is he's awesome in the open court, but then also, like, he's a very good three-point shooter. If Joel kicks it out, Harden kicks it out. Like, he he is one of the best three-point shooters in the league. But what I didn't, where I always used to have hesitation with Maxie, and I wasn't that in on him, was, like, 10 seconds to go, iso ball. Like, all he's really doing is kind of trying, like, a step back. He's too small, I think, to get to the basket. And I think there's still that concern. But I thought against the Celtics, he scored on all three levels. He was a three-point shooter, mid-range shooter, and he had a few nice drives to the basket. He's always going to be undersized. I don't like him as a point guard. I just don't think he's a playmaker. But I really do think that Maxi is set to become, like, I think – I think in a series against the Bucks, he could outplay uh, Dame. Put it that way. Like I think he could be like their explosive scorer that they need. Yeah, I think I'm at the point where I still I still have questions if he can be the second best player on a championship team. But I think he's like an elite. I don't think he can be the second best player, but I think he can he can be close. Like he can be two B. Yeah, I think he's I think he could develop into an, an elite third option. You know, and, and um, well, like, but I think but I'll put it this way, I like. All right, so let's look at the Sixers. The, Embiid's like the number one player, mm-hmm. obviously. And I think where James is like their number two is that he's the predominant ball handler. James he's like their Harden. point guard. Sorry, James Harden. James Harden is their predominant ball handler. But I think Maxi can be the best half half court perimeter scorer on a chance. On well, that's strong. I think he can be very close to the best perimeter half court perimeter scorer on a championship team, like close to it. Yeah, I mean, listen, he's one of those guys. And what I learned with Jalen. Hurts that is. is <laughs> you don't have to clarify that. Is uh, well, Jalen Carter now exists. By That's the way. a good point. Is he the best Jalen in the city? Uh, no, Carter's better. But right, um, but like he, I think Maxie's just one of those guys that you, that you bet on. Like you just you, you bet on him. You bet on his work ethic. You bet on his personality. You bet on what he brings to that team. Much like Jalen. Yeah. Like they, those two have always been kind of linked for me. Where it's like, yeah, you know, with, with Hurts, sometimes I don't really see it. And then he goes out there and he almost wins the, the MVP. Well aware. Yeah. Um, and then with Maxi, it's like, yeah, he's probably too small. Like, doesn't, you know. But then he always goes out and does it. And then he just does it. Yeah. So, like, I'm at the point where I don't, I'm not doubting Maxi anymore. Like, he's. I agree. I think, I think expecting him to be a superstar, I think, is a bit much, but I think he's an all star. Like, I, I, th- I think he can be an all star, absolutely. I think he's 100% an all star kind of player. So, what'd you think of Maxi and Zach Levine posting the same picture of themselves in the New Balance ad on their Instagram? I don't know. Well, come on, have an opinion. What? Uh, 
Wow. Well, you think, I think you think you're going to trade for him? Who? Zach Levine. No, I hope not. Why? I hate Levine. Oh, really? Oh, I can't stand him. Why? Because I think he's classic, like, shoots you out of games and, like, just takes <sighs> a bunch He can really of shoot, though. I know. He's, I, listen, Zach Levine is your kind of player. He, oh, he is <laughs> my like, kind of like, player. Yes, absolutely. Your kind of yes. player. And when he goes nuclear, it's like, it's a it's fun awesome. one. It's awesome. Yeah. Maybe he's dead to me because I had uh, I had DeRozan thirty points so, to, yeah, to close out a parlay last year for like a good amount of money. <laughs> right, and it was it was the game where uh, DeRozan's daughter was like messing oh, with the Toronto the crowd. Raptors. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I chose the wrong guy. Yeah, well, I chose unfortunate. That was that was crushing. Um, um but yes, yeah, very I mean, maxi. Yeah, Matt, I think I think this is a chance to be an all star this year. And, I agree. And, um, I, I think that's kind He's of... He's got the representation to make it happen, too. He sure does. Yeah. <laughs> he sure does. Uh, the one guy I want to talk about um, that I think... I think Nick Nurse is the right kind of coach for this kid, and I, I, I hope he develops because they need... Good like, use of the word kid. Well, I'm a 29. I'm 29 turning You're 30 old now, soon. Yeah. I feel like I can use the term kid. Yeah. Uh, um, like, he... If coached right, they need this kind of player, given the athleticism, athleticism that he brings and whatnot. But, like, I'm in on Jaden Springer. <sighs> <laughs> I, I don't know, man. So here's my Jaden Springer take watching him. First of all, he had a better game than I thought he was capable of having. So I could be wrong about Jaden Springer. And I think, to me, he reminds me of Marcus Smart. Like, I think he can be Marcus Smart in the way that he's not, like, a great athlete, but he's super annoying. He can do a bunch of things. He had the block on Jason Tatum. He shot good from deep, which is huge for him. Like, he's going to have to do that if he's going to end up being a contributing player. Mm-hmm. I just don't see an NBA athlete in Jaden Springer. Like, he had some dunks. I, he's, like, he's too small to me. Even though he looks in better shape than he was last year, I just, I think he's, like, an eighth guy. I don't think he's a starter. I think he's, like, an eighth guy. I don't, I don't think he's a starter either. But I think he's I think he's a key cog. And I think that Nick Nurse, like, he, I think if he's a key cog, he has to improve a ton or the team's not that good. Nick Nurse, like, he seems like a raptor. I agree with that. So, yeah. and, and he looks like a, a classic Nick Nurse guy. He, he's sort of what they thought Zaire Smith was going to be. Except Zaire is a way better def- defensive player. Yes. Um. Yeah. And, and if Jaden Springer was on the process teams, I just know that I would. I would probably. Have well, a if he was on the process teams, he would. He would score. Yeah. Because he would. They would be bad. Yeah. But I think Jaden Springer for me, why I like him is because he just makes him makes me remember the good times. And I also think process. having and this is another takeaway I had from watching the game. They do have great veteran leadership on that team, like Patrick Beverly, Danny Green, um, PJ Tucker. Like they have guys that like have been in the league for a long time that I think are going to be good for the young players. And I think that Pat Beverly, like, I think Jaden Springer could turn into Pat Beverly. Like, small, annoying, like, feisty on the defensive side of the ball. Like, can switch to different players because he's he's mentally able to do it. Like, not really physically. But Patrick Beverly will guard anybody because that's just, like, the mentality he has. I mm-hmm. think that'd be good for Jaden Springer to have. Um, Patrick Beverly, I thought, looked good in the game. He had, like, a little hook shot, which I do hate the hook shot. But for him, <laughs> I, I kind of liked it. Love uh, my point guard that has a hook shot. That's yes, well, a good thing to well, have. Back, welcome back to the Ben era. But um, I thought Pat, Patrick Beverly looked really good. Jaden Springer, I hope he – I agree with you. I think Nick Nurse will be a better coach for him than Doc because Doc was unwilling to play young players and really never developed, like, anybody. Mm-hmm. Like I, He was good for Joel in a lot of ways, but I don't think players really developed under him. And so I do think Nick Nurse will be a good good coach for Jaden Springer. I'm still skeptical, but obviously the first game, like, you know, it, it was what you were hoping for from him. Yeah, breakout player. Um, anything else for preseason game one? Yes, dude. Mo Bamba sucks. Nice. I am out on Mo Bamba. Very positive. I'm sure he's a great guy. Like, he, I was convinced myself when they signed him it would be a good pickup. I honestly think uh, Montrezl Harrell is better than him. Like, Mo Bamba is – 
one of the slowest people I have ever seen on a court. Everything he does is so slow. His shot is ugly. He missed a wide open dunk. He didn't look good on defense. Like, man, I want to root for him because he seems like a nice guy. He's friends with Joel. He had on James Harden shoes at Media Day, by the way. Oh, that shows you that James Harden is is a part of the team. Exactly, right. But I just, like, I think he might be be really, really bad. I, I was... I was not impressed with Mo Bamba. Every time he touched the ball, it was it was painful. Great. Yeah. Well, Paul Reed's the should be the backup center anyway. All right, here's my Paul Reed take. I like Paul Reed. We all know that Spike and the Ricky has made him like a folk legend in this city. I think Paul Reed is probably overpaid and like well, of course he's overpaid. Yes. And I think that we expect more from him than what he is right now. Well, I like him. <laughs> I think he has potential, but like he shot a three pointer. I don't love that. Like he well, looks they, like they, someone that's playing like he's playing where he thinks he's way better than he is, which I respect to an extent. But I think he needs to be like reined in a little bit. Well, the idea—I mean, there was the report in the offseason of turning him into like Siakam, right? Like, that's insane. Like, he's not Siakam. He's not even. He's not Siakam. He's he's a fine backup center. Yes, but, I think he's like a good under the like under the basket like rebounder like defender. Energy he's yeah, under, like, energy guy. It's he, all right. he made those big free throws last year. He's not somebody I want like creating on his own. No. Like I don't want him like running in the half court like yeah. I, I think his contract's insane. It is. He's overpaid. Like he's he's a backup center. Be honest. If Daryl Morey didn't listen to the Ricky, do you think he matches that? Uh no. Yeah. No, that was, that was uh, again Spike and Mike trying to ruin the sectors. I mean, Pure that's what thirst they do. move. Yeah, that's yeah. what they. That's what, what they, they do. do. Is they 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 seek to destroy the sectors. <laughs> yeah, he's way overpaid. I like Paul Reed. I know he's like a fun thing people like to you know, but I don't know. I didn't think he had a great first game. Well, he's just he's 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 Paul Reed. Yeah, like he, as long as you don't have the expectation that he is some like they're unlocking the next Siakam. Yeah. He's just a backup center. I, Let him be the energy guy. Energy guys are, are needed for, for championship caliber teams. I agree. Um, so they have this guy on their roster. I wrote down his number. I can't pronounce his name. Great. Like, yeah. <laughs> Should I look it up really quick? Give me one second. Oh, great. Love this. <laughs> is this one of those uh, annoying uh, summer league guys that you were in on? No, that's uh, that's Turk. He was really good. But, oh, yeah, he's great. Uh, yeah, he was. Um, okay. He is number, oh, Philip. Petrasev. Stop. I'm just letting you know. Stop. He passes the Elliott Eye test. Great. He awesome. had a really he had a really nice drive and a kick out for a three. He's definitely undersized. But <laughs> what, he's what, better what, than Mo Bamba. What, what position is he? He's like a power forward center. Awesome. This, trust me, this does not check the the box of things Elliott likes. Like, I am much more of a Zach Levine bucket boy perimeter scorer. But I am I'm not in. I I am I am in on Phillip. Uh, Petrosev. Just call him Philip. If we're, we're going to call, call everyone by their first name and be right. confused, just call him <laughs> yeah. Philip. I, I'm in on him. I think he's good. Great. I, you know what? This this whole thing is just teaching me that I, I need to watch the preseason game. I, I can't. <laughs> I can't be having you come in here talking about some. <laughs> Have me be the eyes for the. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, well, I don't think I'll be watching on Wednesday. If no, I had to guess. Well, and that's what sucks. It's like. A, I actually do want to watch. I, yes, I, I'm yeah. excited to watch Sixers play basketball again, but like, I can't. I, I can't right now. Like, I know. like the Phillies just, are going on. The Eagles played. Like it's too much. I agree. Tomorrow, I, I, I just I'm busy. So, uh, I, but this is all teaching me. Like so, Jill, I had it, and it. Uh, I'm not happy about it. So not. I'm not like mad. I was gonna say, is this a real end of the podcast? No, it's not. Comedy? No, it's just yeah, a, it's your fi- so it was final a, thought. You're mad at Jill. No, it was <laughs> the first time I had to uh, say bye to walk because she's going to Montana with him for the next oh, seven right, days. Okay. And like, how'd so, that go? 
Uh, well, he's asleep, which is I want to, you know, killed the vibe. Yeah, a little bit. So I'm, I'm sad well, about that. He's gonna, are you gonna do your walk with walks just with an empty stroller? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> pretend he's in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Miss you. He's um, killing the bet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> um, but so I do have more free time. So I might, I might yeah, watch DVR pre- and watch it. I might watch preseason game one tonight. I, honestly, man, and I know this is not gonna surprise anyone here. Like I'm, I'm excited the Sixers are playing again. Me too. And, and here's another thought. I really hope that the fans like are nice to the team. Oh, here we go. I'm just like you're so well, you're I, so cute, man. You, like, you really are. I, I really hate. Just please be nice. I just hate the whole. I know like, it's rich coming from this. this oh yeah, guy. Uh, right. Yeah, but <laughs> I I hate the whole like oh Phillies fans like oh look how amazing this is and like Eagles fans blah blah blah. But then we're all just okay with everyone being shitty to the Sixers. Like we're all just okay with everyone booing the Sixers. Like all right, the next time, the then Sixers. the next time people call Philly fans a front runner, I don't want to hear any pushback. If we're not going to support the Sixers, then I don't want to hear like what great like uh, like no like dude the Sixers well, are a Philly Sixers team. We're all going to pride it. ourselves on being earned it. They've won fifty plus games. Here we go. <laughs> they have. Do you, do you have that? Hold on. Do you have that spiel written in your notes? <laughs> I, I actually so I have a. Like, cl- you know what it reminds me of when you keep doing this? What? Remind, remember that Twitter account that tweeted out Carson Wentz? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Carson Wentz in two years is fumbling <laughs> the ball. None of his teammates like him. Um, <laughs> yeah. What full, happened to that full, guy, dude? I don't know. Well, there was someone going around for a little bit comparing Jalen Hurts to Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, and had like a similar vibe. A similar just, vibe. Yeah, but um, I'm just saying, like, wouldn't it be awesome <laughs> not to get the standing? I'm not doing the standing ovation thing. I'm just saying, Game one of the season, clap, clap your hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. special. Give a standing ovation. Give a standing You're gonna ovation use your next standing Sixers. ovation card on the Sixers. I will oh, yeah. not. You will not. I'm just being at the Phillies games and like seeing everyone, all the Eagles fans travel to LA. It would be awesome if people just supported the Sixers. I think people no. So so I don't think people are heading into the season like gonna be mad at everything. Oh yes, they, they are. No, no, I think they're mad at the Sixers, but I don't think it's gonna be like boom every home game kind of thing. Like I think it's gonna be. I think they I might think, get booed I, at home. I just think it's more people are gonna sit on their hands. I think it's more sit on your hands. Okay. Let's see what you do. But I don't think it's gonna be this big like. This is the year. Go do it. I agree with that. Which is it's, what you it, want them to do. Like no, I just want them to give them a shot. I just I think but people will. I think people will. Once they start playing, people will give them a shot. And, and look, again, I'm 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 not advocating for the standing ovation thing. But but the <laughs> heart of the standing ovation, I saw somebody quoted the in Philadelphia Choir. It was a feature piece about them. Right. Was basically like it was the anti dirty thirty, like the difference between that, right? If we agree that the best way to help people out when they're going through a bad time is to cheer for them, then like what, we're all just going to bully the Sixers all year? Like, that seems messed up. I would love to see Harden's reaction to us standing up. Oh, it would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be great. So, oh, here's a, one last Joel thing. Okay. So, Joel tweets last night during the Phillies game. They're like, no, yeah. when uh, it was the home run, I think. Mm-hmm. So, can we all agree that when Trey Turner got the home run and he tweeted about 100%. it, he was clearly, it was about the fact that Trey Turner got the standing ovation and they don't they don't get the same respect. 100%. Like, Joel, it always you, is. Joel, you can't. You can't pick and choose when the things you tweet are about what's like last night. Everyone, everyone wanted to accept it was about the Phillies because everyone liked it and agreed with it, right? Like when it, the only people time people push back on Joel's tweets not being about whatever is because they like don't want to hear that. They don't want to. Joel is very online. Joel tweeted about the Phillies because he was watching the Phillies. Just like when the standing ovation thing happened, Joel tweeted because it was about the standing ovation. Mm-hmm. It always is. Yeah, he uses soccer as a cover. Yeah, I agree. Like that's. And so do I. Yeah, you, yeah. you really do. Uh, do you have anything else in preseason game one? Um, and yeah. if it's more about Philip, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I have a Tobias take. Great. Um, did he play? He did play. And a big talking point on the broadcast was like, 
that he's going to use Tobias differently. Oh, and like, okay. be, That's a good recipe for success. I, look, I've fought on this, and I think like the whole I'm sick of Toby thing is a little played out. I don't want a team where like Tobias is like a main part of it. Like if he's going to be the fourth option, fine. But if they're going to do a lot of like ISO Toby and like having him shoot, like I, he's not good enough to be that guy. So Tobias Harris, like they might, he might need to be the guy they get they trade. Well, I would like I. He's so not it. Like if there's just yeah, if there's ever a player right. that's just not it. Yes, you know I, him. He hit a clutch three in one of the games last year. And I swear to God, it was the first time I've seen him hit a big three in his life. Like, there's well, no. What was a quote he had? Like, uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. I'm an whatever. elite three point yeah, shooter. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. I think I think he shot like 20 percent after he said he was an elite three yeah, point shooter. Yeah, was not. It didn't and go well. As someone that always bet Toby threes. Yes, I'm very well aware. It's just like he. <laughs> there is no player in the history of Philly sports that I trust less in a big moment than Tobias Harris. Like, there is more n- than Harden. I I would try, I trust Harden more. Yeah, well, Harden actually did drop. He did it, and he yeah. did it the game winning three. He People did. forget. Yes, that. yeah. Like people don't bring that up. He never hits. The I agree shot. with you. Like, I, and here's the thing, the like I know Maury and and uh, Nick Nurse seem like they're more on the same page than Doc and uh, Maury were, but if if Nick Nurse is sitting in meetings with Daryl and in all seriousness being like, I have big plans for Toby. <laughs> Like, like Daryl needs to go behind Nick Nurse's back and trade him, and just come to the next meeting and be like, "I traded, yeah, yeah, just for your own good." Like, like with you know, like people are saying, like they need to, they need to get rid of Quez because Nick can't stop playing him. Like, well, it, so that was the Sproles thing with it, Doug. Yes, exactly. Like, like you, you, you need to get rid of him. Yeah, Sproles. like someone has to step in and be the adult and be like, "Look, Nick, you can't use Toby in a major way, or I'm going to trade him." Nice. <laughs> so positive, positive vibes off of Toby's yes, game one. Yeah. I like that he went Toby last after Phillip. You know, yeah, well, it was a big, shows, it was a bigger takeaway. It shows where the priorities are. Um, um, that was pretty much all. I mean, Danny Green, I thought looked better than I thought. I'm, I'm surprised, surprised he's playing preseason game one. The vibes are immaculate. Yeah, everything's why, great. Everything's yeah. great. Um, so I got, I got my final thought here before we wrap okay. this whole thing up. Uh, so I've been in the camp of like, Embiid, whatever. I think he's probably gonna ask out, but the way not talk, this year. You're saying not this year. Maybe next year. Whatever. Um, every single Embiid trade proposal makes me want to die. They're <laughs> they're all horrible. Like they're all they are. Well, he's all, a really hard guy to trade. He's a really you're, hard you're guy. never it, gonna get value for him. No, you're not. It's just they're so like so bad. So what'd you see that got you triggered? Like, like it was, it was something with like the Knicks, and it was like R.J. Barrett. Uh, yeah, and it was like R.J. Barrett is awful. Like he is awful. So I just want to say before you continue. James, the producer, is a big Villanova guy, so okay. be careful what you say about Brunson. Oh, I love Brunson. So, I, I think I think Brunson— I think No Brunson, offense. I think Brunson is, like, the fourth-best player on a title team. No, he's not. Yeah. It's not I, true. I, like, I'd rather have Brunson on this team than Harden. Uh, I don't disagree with that. Like, I I think yeah. I, I, I'm a huge Jalen yeah. Okay, guy. good. Just making sure. Good. Josh Hart also. Just winner. Making, yeah. All yeah. Nova does is produce winners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Been saying yeah. it for years. Yeah. Been saying it for years. So, uh, But every, every NBA, it's so bad. Like, it is— if, if if this turns into R.J. Barrett and like a yeah. bunch of like Evan Fournier was a part of it, yeah, Evan Fournier is horrible. Like there's, I, I would yeah, it, it, it's because it's like if you're gonna trade him, it's a little like the Dame thing where it's and that's why the Sixers made so much sense in a lot of ways. But it's tough to trade Joel to a team where they're going to be a title contender, but you're also getting something back. Yeah, you know, it'd be an interesting one. What about Embiid for Devin Booker? Yeah, they but, have Beal, they have Durant. I don't know. 
Like, there's one too many guys there. Well, I, my new and take. And they need a center. My new take, my new take, is that I think that Embiid's going to play for USA because he wants to recruit Booker. And I like that. I, I think Booker is his. Yeah, I, I, was to, I was trying to lay out like who his targets would be. Like I think Tatum would be a target because they work out work together. Out in the season, but who, I I, I, I'd be shocked if you ever like truly asked that of Boston. Yeah. Um, Anthony Edwards is a name that that Good I thought would, would make sense. And then I looked more and more, and it's like there's that Booker thing. Like how long does Durant have left? And does that, Booker really like? I don't know. He seems like he enjoys the limelight. He's really wanted to play in Phoenix his whole career. Yeah, come to Philly. Agree. Wildwood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can live in Jersey. Yeah, It'll be, be awesome. Yeah, the Kardashians. <laughs> you will you be... want limelight? Come yeah. On, come on. Down, would you trade pal. Joel for Booker straight up? Uh, no, I would. Booker, because yeah, he's he's a. I mean, Booker is yeah. I, how many players in the league think you would trade Joel for straight up? Uh... Like, I wouldn't trade him for Jokic, obviously. Right. I All don't right. know. I haven't really thought about it. All right. To be completely fair. Okay. Um. But yes, every MVP trade proposal is done. All right, what's uh, you got a final thought for us? No, great, awesome, love yeah. that. But <laughs> my last thing is yeah. uh, it kills my soul that there's only 55 reviews of the podcast. And oh yeah, good point. So, and most of them are about me and Kyle. Yeah, most of them obviously about you and Kyle. Right. Uh, if we could go rate, review, subscribe, and help us grow this thing, that'd be I, very much appreciated. I would love that. I one of the saddest things I do is I check the reviews every single day. Me too. Clap your hands. Every day. Yeah. And they never change. Nope. So, so it'd be awesome if they did. Yeah. Get us to 100. If we can get the 105 star reviews, help us grow this thing. Yeah. Uh, and get us on the. Ugh, I don't like not being on the front page either. Oh, oh yeah. Like when you type in Sixers, yeah, I want to get on. We it. can't be that far off. Well, we're right, we're right there. There's only we're, one. We're right on the second show. I was going to say, yeah. But you got to be like, listen, Phillies, we are number one. Yeah. You know, in the top left corner. Right. Okay. Well, you are the number one Phillies. Pod. Of course. Yeah. Uh, Eagles, right there. Right there. Yeah. I want to clap your hands. I agree. I agree. And so, if, you, if you if you leave a review, make sure you you let us know if you like the uh, clap. Yeah, the that would be a, a key point. I will say, listening back to the last one, I think it works. Good, yeah. great. I think it's here to stay. Awesome. And put you in a good mood to start the podcast. Yeah, it is, I've I've not thought about the Phillies in the last fifty nine minutes. It's good. Which means time to go think about the Phillies. Yes, for the rest of your day. <laughs> um, either way, that's gonna do it for us. Uh, we'll be back Thursday after Thursday yeah. preseason so they, game two. They play Wednesday night. Obviously, we would otherwise do a post game pod, but. There'll be another team playing. Yeah, believe it or not. So yeah. we'll be back Thursday morning reacting to it all. If, if Elliot has a Philip take, I promise we'll not <laughs> let him talk about him. Good. <laughs> but just He'll kidding. stop me this time. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, but that's going to do it for us. It's Jack Fritz, Elliot Short Park. Probably should have said at the beginning, but you're listening at this point anyway, so you know who we are. Yeah, I think you know. And, uh, you know, go Phillips. Clap your hands. Clap your hands.